This is the Roots Student Ministry Podcast. We are based in Southern California, and our mission is for students to connect, grow, and go in their faith alongside other believers. If you would like more information about us, check out our website at icrossroads.org roots, or you can find us on Instagram and TikTok with the handle CSM Roots. Now, let's get into this week's message. Hi everyone, my name is Patience and I'm so excited to be here with you. I'm not sure what your story is, what you think about God or faith, what made you come here, but I want you to know I am so glad you are here and I am convinced that no matter what you believe about God, that you'll get something out of today's message. It's all about never giving up. Specifically, we are talking about resilience. Resilience is our ability to find a reason to keep moving forward and grow stronger after we have struggled, failed, or faced hard stuff in our life. I think we have the ability to build resilience as we go through life. No matter what happens to us, the good, the bad, and the in-between, we can find the ability to keep going, keep growing, and keep from giving up. That's what resilience offers us, and that's what I hope we'll be able to learn more about over the next few weeks. But before we get there today, I have two questions I want to brainstorm together. First, what are some words you have heard before to describe God? Okay, my second question. Have you ever seen or known God to be just the way we described? Isn't it true that facing trouble in life can make us question everything we believe about God? We may wonder if God is really who people say God is. Is God really good to me if my family's still broken up? Is God really loving if I'm still struggling with depression? Is God really worth following when it doesn't seem like God shows up when we're in real need? Basically, in moments of pain and setback, we start asking ourselves this question. Is God really worth trusting and following? Sometimes we feel like the answer is definitely yes, but other times, well, we're just not sure. And that's when we start to struggle to find any reason for sticking with our faith and taking all this God stuff seriously. Eventually, there comes a point when these kinds of of unanswered and unresolved questions might cause us to give up on God. When we live in such a difficult time in the world, it's hard to think God cares. When life is so stressful and tough, it's easy to wonder if God is really there to help. When trouble comes, it's easy to think it might be best to try and get through it on our own. These are big questions, and they are normal to ask when going through a difficult time. And the the question for us as we wonder these things out loud or in our minds is, can God handle this? Does following Jesus really cause, really change everything when we go through something super difficult? Is God still good when life is still hard? About 2,000 years ago, Jesus lived walked and talked on earth. And while he was there, several of his closest followers wrote down everything they heard him say and saw him do. Those events are found in four books of the Bible known as the Gospels, each one named after the guy who wrote it, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. This is super important because it means the words are written in these books aren't just words. They're real things that Jesus said to his followers that can help us today. And it also means that we have a record from the people who actually were with Jesus and knew him up close and personal. We get to see what they had to say about him and that changes everything. Because for generations, the people of Israel had been relying on prophets and priests to tell them what God was like. 
but there was always a sort of mystery surrounding God until Jesus showed up. Jesus came to clear up any confusion. He's the perfect representation of what God is like. And when it comes to building a resilient faith, this is super helpful to keep in mind. Today, we're going to look at something Jesus said when talking with his closest friends, telling them what's ahead for them in life. Take a look at John 16, 33. I have told you these things so that in me, you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble. Immediately, Jesus told the disciples he wanted them to have peace. Why? Because he knows what lies ahead for them in this world. Trouble. Let's be honest. It doesn't sound like great news, does it? I mean, who wants to hear Jesus basically said, I want you to have peace about everything because life is going to be hard. To the disciples listening, this wouldn't have been that surprising. They were lower income. Jewish men living in the Roman Empire were speaking out or challenging authority. They could have been killed. They understood trouble, but there was a part of them that thought maybe this Jesus guy would change things. Maybe he would fix all the bad stuff and do away with all the hard stuff. But then Jesus said this, and the crazy thing is the disciples had no idea just how true Jesus' words were. They were that very night, Jesus was going to be arrested, given an unfair trial and be beaten and then crucified on a cross. So when Jesus said, you will have trouble, he is speaking to the disciples and himself. Jesus knows no one escapes difficulty in this world, but Jesus didn't stop there. Keep reading with me in John 16, 33. I have told you these things so that in me, you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Jesus tells us that we can take heart, meaning we can have confidence because he has overcome everything. The world can throw at us again. The disciples had no idea what was coming, like how Jesus is hours away from death. But they also didn't know that they were just a few days away from Jesus coming back to life. So when Jesus said, I have overcome the world, he's talking as the son of God who will die and literally overcome death. The worst trouble the world can throw at us, and that means all the trouble we face, Jesus has also overcome all the pain, all the disappointment, all the suffering, all the troubles that comes with living in this world. Jesus has overcome it. But what does that mean exactly? It means the worst stuff isn't the final word. It means when things get bad, and they will, the story isn't over. When Jesus defeated death, he rewrote the end of the story. Suffering and pain and loss don't win. Jesus and everything Jesus represents like love, compassion, mercy, grace, goodness, justice, and peace wins. That's the final word. There's another way to think about this that helps me remember that our dark and difficult days do not have to have the final word. It can be so helpful for us when we stop to remember that our story doesn't end in the difficult moments. We can always choose to trust that God's love, compassion, mercy, grace, goodness, justice, and peace will always have the final word. And knowing that is true, living as though that is true, can help us build resilience. How? Because that means even in our hardest, 
darkest moments, we can have faith in who Jesus is and what Jesus did and what that means for our story and our hurt. Things can get bad. They will get bad. But the story isn't over. Jesus' death and resurrection shows us that. Bad things happen, but God isn't done working. We can trust God in our trouble because the story isn't over. We can trust God is good and God is with us. And when we do, we build a more resilient faith. And a resilient faith is one that never gives up on God because it knows God is still working. If Jesus facing arrest and death never gave up on God, we can choose not to give up on God too. If disciples who spent time with Jesus and faced their own persecution and death for their faith and never gave up on God, we can choose not to give up on God too. No matter what trouble you are dealing with, you can choose to have hope and never give up on God. Every circumstance you face, every trouble that comes your way, everything that tries to convince you God isn't good or can't be trusted, we can be resilient in the face of all of those things, knowing that God is walking with us, working, with, working for us, and helping us get through it all. In those hard and awful moments, you have access to a God who is in it with you. In this world, you will have trouble, but because of Jesus, because of the resurrection, you can also have peace. And I believe that can give you a hope in even the most hopeless of circumstances. The kind of hope that changes everything. The kind that helps you believe that you can get up, keep going, and keep believing. There is still good to come because of God. The kind that helps you build resilience in your faith. So what can you begin doing now to have resilient faith when facing difficult things? Start by, your, start by asking yourself those few questions we talked about last week. One, what is happening? Ask yourself what trouble in your life now or from the past is causing you to wonder if God is good or worth following. Maybe it was someone who let you down in a significant way. Maybe it was something that happened that was totally out of your control. Maybe it was something tragic or traumatic. Maybe it's something a Christian did to you or around you that caused you to question everything. Get really honest about what is happening or what has happened that caused you to want to give up on God. Two, what is true no matter what? Answering this question isn't a quick fix and it isn't saying the trouble you're facing isn't real, big, or overwhelming. But asking this will begin to shift the way you see your circumstances, which is exactly where resilience begins. The truth is, no matter what trouble you've faced or facing or will face in the future, Jesus is with you. He's not overwhelmed by your problems or doubts. He's not ignoring it. He's not overpowered by it, and he will help you walk through it. In other words, he can help you build resilience as you keep going step-by-step step through it. And remember what God that God is good, and God is still writing, your, writing the story will give you a different perspective. Three, what can you do? When everything feels like it's falling apart, when the trouble feels overwhelmed, get back to the basics. Remember what we know to be true about God because of Jesus and what we know to be true about what Jesus offers us. 
God is good. God is with us. God gives us peace. Because of that, we can never give up on God. But if getting to the place feels too difficult right now, start with just giving the trouble you're facing to God on a daily basis. It is so important to talk to God about what you're going through. It doesn't have to be fancy or formal, but it should be real. Instead of giving up on God when you experience trouble, get honest with God. Talk openly about the questions you have, the doubts you're experiencing, or the help you need. Continue to show up and connect with God is a great way to build that resilient kind of faith. Look, I know that trying to show up with a real faith is difficult when life is difficult. Developing a resilient faith isn't easy, especially when you've been hurt, forgotten, disappointed, and more. In those moments, of course you're tempted to believe that God isn't the God that you thought. That's why it's so important to remember what's true. That's why we're going to take a few minutes right now to remember what's true. We know that life gets busy and time to slow down and talk to God sometimes can be hard to find. But I also believe that it is so important that we are going to take a few minutes to do that right now. If you're new to prayer or church, please don't feel any pressure to participate, but consider taking some time to think about the things some of us will be praying through. Here's how this will work. Over the next few minutes, I'm going to give you three prompts of things you can pray about. After I give you the prompt, you'll have a little time to talk to God about this area of your life. You can feel free to pray out loud, sit quietly, or even write down your prayer. Just please don't distract anyone that is praying next to you. At the end of each prompt, I'll say, thank you, Lord, for overcoming dot, 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 to close out the moment and move us to our next. Okay, everybody got it? Good. Please remember, God isn't looking for fancy words or perfectly crafted prayer. God just wants your honesty, your vulnerability, and your authenticity. Here's your first prompt. Take 30 seconds and thank God for the difficult circumstances God has brought you through. Thank you, Lord, for overcoming the circumstances of our past. Now take 30 seconds and tell God how you feel about what you're currently going through in life. Maybe things are great and you want to thank God. Maybe things are overwhelming and you want to ask God for help. Just be real and share how you feel. Thank you, Lord, for overcoming the things that are overwhelming us and helping us be grateful for all the good we are experiencing. Okay, let's take 30 seconds and ask God to help us to be the people with resilient faith, no matter what comes our way in the future, to learn to trust God more each and every day.
Thank you, Lord, for overcoming anything that comes in our way in the future. We don't know what high and lows are ahead, but we trust that you are always with us and you have overcome the world. Amen.